You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. With clients in over 20 Broadway shows and stages across the globe, like the West End in London, Australia, collegiate theaters across the country, and beyond, we are your one-stop shop for all things theater and fitness. Head on over to builtforthestage.com. Try out a free trial where you'll work with me on an interactive fitness app, builtforthestage.com. All right, let's get on to our special guest. I just got to see Shucked the Musical on Broadway um, two weeks ago. I think two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, my face still hurts from laughing. Uh, So funny. So, so funny. Um, our guests before Shucked made their Broadway debut in Spring Awakening. They also were, were in War Horse, which is another like huge all-time favorite of mine. I might have to sprinkle that into this episode because I love War Horse. Head Over Heels, Inc., and now, as mentioned before, Shucked, where they are playing one of the principal characters named Bo. Please welcome to the podcast, Andrew Duran. Hey! Woo! What's up, Joe? Thanks for having me, man. Standing ovation. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> all right. Exactly. <sighs> uh, all right. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Shucked is amazing. We're going to jump into that probably the latter half of the conversation. Cool. The first half and majority will be just getting to know you. I know that I'm uh, interested in knowing your background how you came about theater, your journey through your career. And I know everyone listening uh, is intrigued as well. So the first thing we're going to do is jump on what I like to call the BFTS hot seat. And I also like to play some tacky music here. I'm going to put it on, see if you hear it. There's a one, there's a two and here we go. Okay, BFTS hot seat. We're going to go back in time, and we're going to watch cable television. So you're going through cable television, and a movie pops on. What's that one movie that no matter what, you're going to stop and watch the movie? Oh, I would say Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the town you're looking for is actually that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Amazing. man. I, I quote that any day, all day. 
All right, sweet. Um, you are waking up or you're about to head out the door. You're feeling a little groggy. You need to shake it loose. What is one of your go-to songs that helps you like get the vibes flowing and get positive energy going? Oh, man. I like, uh, for some reason, that Justin Timberlake Can't Stop the Feeling song came to my head. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's I can I can see us like grooving down the sidewalks in New York to that Hell for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one's really serious. Okay, you ready? Okay. Cake or pie? Cake. What's your favorite kind of cake? Uh, ice cream cake. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> any any particular kind, like uh, you know, like I'll, a Dairy Queen or like a. As long as it's like a strawberry vanilla combo, either, you know, the cake is vanilla and the ice cream is strawberry or vice versa, you know, it's, that's my jam there. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, you're reincarnated onto this earth as an animal. What animal are you going to be and why? I'm going to be a turtle, I think. You just take things nice and slow, right? Yeah, you know, got my safe zone around me at any time, but I can come out and see what's going on. Yeah, that's, that was the first one that came to. And like anxiety levels seem to always be at like an all time low. Yeah, yeah. And then have you ever seen that video of the one turtle that's like on its back and it can't get up and all the other turtles come in and help flip it over? No, but I'm Googling yeah, this right you, when, when we're done. There you go. So you always got your turtle buds with you to help. I've been asking that one for a long time. Never got turtle, but honestly, it's one of my favorites because the way that my life goes, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to slow the pace down a bit. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a performer. What are you going to be if you're not a performer? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I like to do stuff with my hands. Maybe I would, like, build things, be a carpenter, or, like, landscaping or something like that. Like, you know, something right. where you can work with your hands and then see an immediate result and be like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> All right, sweet, sweet, sweet. I like it. All right, congrats. You're off the BFTS hot seat. Not so bad. No, that was good. I liked it. I learned a little about right. myself. Even. Right, right. Okay. Andrew the Turtle, here we go. What? Uh, where are you from? Let's start there. Where are you from? I'm from Georgia. I was born in Marietta, and I grew up in the surrounding suburbs, like Roswell, Alpharetta, all that. There was one year in my life that my family moved out to Washington State. We lived like next to a cow field in, in the middle of nowhere, but that was just for a year, and then we came back to Georgia again, so... Wow. So as you're up on the stage in Shucked, you're not acting, are you? As far as like being comfortable with your, with your surroundings. That is true. I mean, yeah, I've, I've had the pleasure of playing a lot of sort of Southern fried characters and, and I definitely can draw on things from back home and, you know, and that's also where a lot of my singing style and comes from, I feel like, cause I like grew up, grew up going to church and what I was around gospel music and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Your first act number was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Somebody will. Yeah, I love that. Somebody will. Honestly, this woman who may or may not have had a few too much to drink in the audience <laughs> takes out her cell phone and turns on her flashlight and is just like at her best concert, <laughs> just waving that thing back and forth. I love it. I look over, I give a chuckle. And before I even get out a few chuckles, that usher is like on it. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. So, um, yeah, funny. I just had, 
I had to bring that up because you're talking about your singing style. So church, singing in church, what about other like parts of the arts as far as like acting or when did that performance side of you come out? Yeah, I mean, we, I was around like 10 years old when I did my first show in my local community theater called the Roswell Village Playhouse. It doesn't exist anymore, but um, it sort of went down like my little sister was in The Miracle Worker. Do you know, remember that show? Yeah, actually, I actually do. So that, it was like a, a book that I think people were also reading in school. So because my sister was in the play, she got to leave school to go do the play so that other classes could come see the play. And I was like, you get to get out of school to go do this thing? Like, I'm down. So I, uh, I, went, and <laughs> I went and auditioned. And I think the first play I did there was, was called Heidi, um, which was like, I don't know, some sort of like people living in the, like the hills of Switzerland or something. I can't remember what it was, but... But anyway, I immediately was like, oh, I love it here. I love these people, like the community of theater people. I just fell in love. Like everybody that was my age, as well as like the older people all treated me with respect. And like, uh, and then so even when I wasn't doing shows there, I was like, oh, can I sell some popcorn at the stand? Or can I help you paint the set? Or can I help do this? Like, I, it was just like, I was there all the time. I, I just loved being there. That's so cool. All right. So when do you make the transition or flip the switch of saying, I, I want to do this like seriously, I want to try to do this as a career. I mean, I guess I would give the credit to my mom. She, she was like, we, there, there was a high school. I went to North Springs high school in Georgia, which is still there. And it's, it's a public high school, but it has an arts magnet program. And, and so you audition for it and then you get to go and, and do that. So my mom was like, I think you'd like this, but you should do it. So I started doing that and um, yeah, the passion just kept growing and I kept following it. And the the girl who was playing Belle in the tour of Beauty and the Beast came through our town in Atlanta and she talked to came to talk to our musical theater class and uh, she, she mentioned Boston Conservatory. And I went home and I looked it up and I was like, whoa, a college that like doesn't require math or any, I didn't know anything about like liberal arts schools and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this looks like, this looks like where I want to go. So I applied, it was the only school I applied to. So I got lucky there Wow. Um, and auditioned and, and got in. But yeah, I mean, like my parents, to get like a little deep, my parents were going through a divorce at the time. So I didn't have anybody like on my back being like, you should apply to many schools. You should like do all this kind of stuff. I was just like doing theater and then saw this, heard this girl talk about it. I was like, that sounds like a good idea. So wow, it's, all, it's just all, always worked out. I've always like landed on my feet in, with doing this, following my passion. Yeah. Okay. So with following your passion, what are some pillars that you practice like daily that yeah, it always works out, but I'm going to assume that there's something regularly that happens with you that you keep going uh, to be consistent. I mean, I think the main thing is like being a great person to work with. I, I, I always try to, I always like show up on time. I'm professional. I'm prepared. I, I'm respectful. I, I try to add to the greater good of the company. You know, I'm never coming from like a place of me. I'm coming from a place of us. Um, and I think that that has helped me a lot because, you know, this this business, like I didn't audition for um, 
shucks. They, the creative team, like writer and director, writer and director saw me in Head Over Heels. And then I'm sure, you know, everybody talks. I'm sure they talk to people. And somebody was like, yeah, he's a good, a good egg. Like, bring him on. Yeah. And, and then, you know, your, your contributions, when you come in and just start doing a workshop or a reading, you try to contribute as much as you can so that then they can't, they can't do it without you, you know? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Once they see your worth, there's no way that they could, they could turn you away. Yeah. Where, where did you, where'd you learn this along the way? Was it just always naturally instilled with you as far as like, be a good person to work with the, you know, uh, we versus me mentality. Uh, or did you have a, a mentor, a hero of yours? Like, where did this mantra come from? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think it was always in me to an extent because the thing, like I said, that drew me to theater in the first place was the community and the people. I just loved the people. I love like playing with your friends on stage and getting a reaction from the audience because of your relationship together. Um, but I, I'd say where it really solidified for me was <clears throat> it's this great story. I auditioned for this Broadway show called Brief Encounter and I didn't get the job, but it was this British director who ran a British theater company and she was about to do a show in the West End and she called me up. She was like, I'm not going to cast you in this Broadway show, but I think you'd be perfect for this show in the West End. Would you want to come do it? And I was like, yeah, I was like in my early mid 20s and I was go live in London for a year and do all that. So I went and did that. The show was called Umbrellas of Cherbourg. It only ran a few months, so it was a flop basically. But I, I then for the next four or five years, I went to work with this theater company called Knee High Theater Company that she ran. And they were very much like a company based theater. Like they would to make their shows, they would come up with an idea. And then we'd go out and live in these barns on the cliffs by the sea in Cornwall, England. And we'd like make shows together and then we'd tour them around the UK. We'd tour them around like uh, the US to places like Berkeley Rep or St. Anne's Warehouse here or, or the Guthrie. Um, so I'd say with those people is where I really learned what like company theater is. And, you know, if you if you can't, you know, we could talk about our individual problems and stuff, but it was always like you know, it's always for the greater good of the whole. Like, that's where I first learned, like, you know, you can't get too down and out if they cut a song that you loved to sing that was your song, as long as it is better for the story and better for the, for the whole, you know? Yeah. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, traveling as a company definitely gives you that team mentality, the family first type of uh, 
Yeah. I think I wish that for everyone. No. Would you say the same? Like, yeah, just at least some type of maybe six month or even like the kids studying, if they could somehow, I don't know, reenact that in some way. Yeah. Would you, would it be, would it be fair to say that like, that was like a, a pivotal point in your career that like shaped you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they were all so wonderful and supportive and, you know, uh, encouraging of making mistakes and just like, um, it was all very physical as well. And I, I feel that I am a very physical actor. Like I start from like my body first rather than like my head. Um, and, and I feel like they really helped me to lean into that. You know, a lot of British theaters way more like you come together as a company and you warm up together and you play the little theater games and things like that. And I just, I really like that. And, and I miss that in, in the New York scene, you know? Yeah. Okay, so you brought up the physical. This was definitely something I wanted to cover. So on the stage, we'll also transition in, into Shucked right now. On the stage, you're on some type of long board. It's bigger than a two by four. It's yeah. I don't know what the dimension is, but it's on these barrels rolling across the stage, and you're essentially like surfing. Yeah. On the rolling barrels. Uh, first, let's tell us about like creating that in the rehearsal room. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the first time we, we did it, we were out in, um, the O'Neill in Connecticut, the O'Neill theater center. And, um, we had like these giant, you know, those blue plastic rain barrels, they're like these big giant, like water collector yes. barrels, and they reinforce yeah. them yeah. with plywood and stuff. So they were huge. So like the sort of box jump, if you will, up onto the tops of the barrels was crazy. Cause they were, they were, I don't know how tall they were, but they were too tall. Um, but that's where we like sort of made that whole thing. And a lot of the things like we call it the tractor when the boys are pushing me along, but they pull one barrel out and put one in front and pull, you know, to keep it yeah. moving that and the surf were both born in that, in that development. And, you know, the surf knock on wood, it's never, it's never gone wrong. People always ask is like, it has it. And it's like, well, I just had to go for it the very first time. And, and it's, you know, it works. Yeah. I tell people it's not as hard as it as it looks. I guess. But. <laughs> well, well, yeah. As as a, a, spe a spectator, it's it's highly impressive looking, but at the same time, you don't feel nervous for you. Yeah. Whereas there's other times in theater where you watch things on the stage, and the actor makes you feel a little uneasy with what they've been asked to do. Yeah. Uh, so in your case, though. It is like, wow, I can't believe they're doing that. But it at the same time, there is an ease to it, which is cool. Yeah. Okay, going to the to the box jumps. So I'm uh, you know, obviously big in fitness. Uh typically when you have a uh three option box to jump on that's rectangular shaped, it could either be 20 inches, 24 inches, or 30 inches. And that barrel definitely is at the least at 30 inches. Do you know the height on it? Did they ever measure it? No. But I, I want to go check it out because we just got one of those boxes backstage recently. Because I do, uh -huh. I, I train a little bit at this uh, at a Muay Thai boxing gym. I, I love doing that's like great like mental checkout for me to like do that kind of. And they have box jumps there, and I was doing some, and I, I was like, I don't want to do this. I do it every night. But funnily enough, when I did it at the gym that day, and then went in to do it that night, I floated up onto those barrels. I, it was like so much easier. And yeah, I, I thought that it was going to make it harder because you know just like wear and tear of doing it 
too many times. But anyway, we got yeah. one of those boxes backstage. I think I think they are can we pa- can we pause? Can we pause? Because yeah. like, as much as you want to say like, anyways, like no big deal. This is like one of the biggest uh, soap boxes that I stand on, screaming at people that. If you can out train your show and train above it, then it's going to make your show that much better. And what you just said where you were like, hey, I was doing this challenging thing, maybe even more repetitively repetition wise in that Muay Thai gym than usual. When it came to hop up there one or two times, you said you just floated up on the on the barrel. So I, I wanted to make sure we pause there to let our listeners be like, oh, okay, I shouldn't just be kind of conserving myself just for the show i need to train above it right so, and, and i i was i was doubtful of it too like i said when he first pulled out that box i was like oh man i do this eight times a week i don't want to do this here but it, it did it made it easier it helped yeah okay so, all right sorry to, to interrupt wow. there so let's go into the the muay thai uh boxing or the training that you do like what has physical fitness been like for you throughout your career um I mean, when I first started out, like Spring Awakening and Warhorse and things like that, I I didn't, I wasn't that physical. I mean, I was always kind of naturally like lean, I guess, but I I wasn't like working out, lifting weights, things like that. And I remember that like my legs and my lower back were always so sore, so knotted up. And um, just within the past like three years or so, I started lifting weights. I just got some of like Bowflex click weights for my house and like, just started lifting weights and you know suddenly like my back pain went away my legs were so much stronger and i could i could do the eight eight show week much easier um that way and then um the muay thai i got into because there was a guy in ink uh the play that i did and he he would go there and i was like i was like oh and he was a cool guy too so i was like i want to follow him to this gym see what it's like and um yeah, I'm just I'm obsessed with it. I'm I'm not great at sort of like um, relaxing. So for me, that that is my relaxation. I get to go in there for an hour, and you know, you're you're doing combinations or holding pads for people. So it's so physically and mentally, uh, it requires so much focus physically and mentally that I sort of like it's meditative for me in a way. It's a way for me to just like check out and not think about anything else. Yeah, it's it's so detailed. You have no choice but to be in that exact moment the entire time. Yeah. There is no time to let your b- brain wander or take out your phone and scroll between sets or something silly like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh okay, so you've you've had this consistent career. You've had uh let's see, five shows here on Broadway. You mentioned you were over uh in in London and the UK working as well. Do you have any memories or uh, shows that are a little bit more close to the heart that you like to look back fondly at? Yeah. Um, one, the first one that comes to mind is uh, the Robert Bridegroom, um, which I did, I guess it would be about seven years ago. And that was off-Broadway at the Laura Pell's Theater, the Roundabout Theater downstairs. And um, I, it was directed by Alex Timbers. It, just, it was one of those... Um, magical shows that was like it was so fun to do and the cast was so great you know you do a show and usually one or two people stick as a friend once the show is done and moves on but basically that whole cast like we're still super close we've been friends for years we all hang out and we all reminisce about it and 
And I just, I, my character was so great in that shit. It was just this like nasty, nasty redneck guy. I had like a long weird wig and I had ta fake tattoos all over my neck and stuff. And, you know, people would look at me on the train like I was crazy, but it was, it was a fun time. Okay, uh, a broad question that people love to ask, but is there any shows or roles out there that you have on your list of something that you'd love to be able to partake in? I mean, I guess I always say one of my dream roles is to play Pippin. I've always, I've, yeah. I've always loved that show. I watched the, the VHS when I was a kid all the time. They did it at my community theater. I got to watch all the adults do it, and I was like, oh, I love that show. So, yeah, I'd say, I'd say that show. I love Pippin. I also love Little Shop of Horrors. That's one of my favorite musicals. Okay, maybe they've uh, had a long run off Broadway so far. Maybe it'll still be around for you to hop on real quick. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Make a little celebrity guest appearance. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Shucks, going back to that with the one-liners, any favorite one-liners of yours that are in the show? Oh, man. I guess my, my favorite one of mine is um, it's like what Daddy used to say. When one door closes, another one opens. Other than that, it's a pretty good truck. <laughs> right. Yep. I remember laughing at that one yeah. for sure. That's a good one. And yeah. I like that one too because it's it's very bow specific. It's like you wouldn't no other character in the show really would say that. It's like a, a bow joke. So Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh all right. So on a serious note, you get to talk to younger Andrew or maybe uh, a younger actor getting started. What's something that you have gone through or learned along the way? that you'd want to share with yourself when you were just getting started mm. to just give yourself that reassurance that either like it's going to work out or, Hey, stick to this because it's going to make things a lot easier for you or a lot more successful. Yeah. Two things, I guess. The first thing would be always focus on, on what, you know, and, and this is kind of audition specific, I guess, because that's how you get the jobs, but always focus on what, you want to present not what you think the people want to see you present um you know I, I feel like you can spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to do an audition to impress the people that are in the room as opposed to creating an audition that's going to feel good for you to do and make you excited to share with people and like you know it's, it's your job to create like a compelling audition not to go in and just and try to impress people and show them what you think they want and then the other thing would be to, which like I'm still struggling to figure out from time to time, is there, there's always going to be uh, in-between times. It's just inevitable. There's no like up, up, up. It's always up, down, up, down with this career. So, you know, you got to find the things for those in-between times that keeps you grounded and, you know, can help you make money or just, just help you... Um, to get through those those times because because they're going to be there no matter how successful you are what has what has that been for you when you're in those valleys uh what is what has gotten you through i mean i guess we all sort of went through one with the pandemic didn't we um and, and i i was lucky enough to like i had a car available to me so i did like a lot of traveling um and that that helps put me at ease, I guess, to like be constantly moving and like seeing different people who had been dispersed from New York from the pandemic or just like 
seeing different places and getting back in touch with nature. I, that's what I, I mean, I love to like go on a hike or things like that really um, chill me out. And help yeah, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, last question. Uh, if you went to dinner and you were supposed to meet someone and they canceled on you, but the hostess said, hey, I'm going to give you this magic ticket and you can invite anyone living or deceased to join you, who would you want to have dinner with? Oh, man. That's a pretty good one. I mean, I guess as a celebrity, I would say John Goodman. I want to talk to that guy for a while. He seems cool. <laughs> well, uh, why, why so? Why so? <laughs> I don't know, because he's so big. It's, I just like, I feel like being in the presence of somebody with a voice like that and a, and a size of, you know, the stature of that. I just feel like I'd like to experience that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, uh, an amazing, well-balanced uh, conversation there. Thanks so much for being on Bill for the Stage podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. All right, everyone. Andrew Duran currently starring in Shucked on Broadway. If you haven't seen Shucked and you're in the New York uh, City area, just run to the theater. Uh, life is stressful. Life is hard. And Shucked makes it a little less stressful and hard. So show up, smile, laugh, have a great time. If you're not in the New York City uh, area, I don't know, book a flight um, or you know, stand on the side of the road with your thumb in the air and maybe you can hitchhike to New York and see the show. Go see the show. It's amazing. Uh, and follow Andrew on the gram. Uh, his handle is in the description of this uh, episode and it's Durandrew. Durandrew. Creative. Creative. All right. I'm Joe Roscoe. Actors are athletes. Train like one. Later. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together 
we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.